Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Reichel Radio. On this week's show, we're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers and their upcoming football matchup over the next week. But before we do all that, we have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bannerbury Podcast. For win and break, we previewed what we we're doing with this week's show. This time, we're going to do something different. It is finally NFL season, so we are not going to cover the Giants. No offense to baseball fans out there, but the Giants are five games under. It seems like their season's over, so we are going to pivot and talk about the NFL for the, well, let's just say the exciting and potentially unpredictable 49ers because you don't really know what to expect, especially at the quarterback position. We'll get into that in a second. But before we actually get into the week one matchup, we do want to recap how we did in baseball last week. We did well as a whole. Now, for the Phillies series, we didn't exactly expect them to sweep, but we did fare well. We thought that the second game in the series would go over, and it did. Uh, with Syndergaard, Syndergaard on the mound against Junis, that went over. And we also had Rodon to win the closeout game. Then we ended up uh, being wrong on Monday. We thought the Dodgers would sweep again, and the Giants won game one. But the Dodgers did uh, win the final two games of the series and also covered on the run line. So as a whole, we basically went 4-2 and two last week, which was very nice. And hopefully some of that success will carry over into football season. But now we got that out of the way. Time to talk about the NFL and to go through the actual spread and total for week one as the 49ers travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. Now, there has been some line movement on the Niners as it opened up at six and a half and it has moved to seven. And the total has gone from 42 flat to roughly 40 and a half. So starting off with the 49ers, just to go through some of the offseason moves or some of the offseason storylines. The main storyline, a lot of guys who are rumored to be gone are still here. Now, whether that involves Debo Samuel, who was demanding a trade for a decent portion of the offseason, Jimmy Garoppolo, who people thought would get shipped off. My guess is the market wasn't exactly too excited about him, and the Niners decided to restructure the contract and bring him back as a backup. But besides that, you're looking at the roster. A lot of familiar faces, for better or worse, but Garoppolo is officially the backup now as you are looking at Trey Lance, who's going to be the starting quarterback, for better or worse. Now, Lance in preseason seemed to have some ups and downs, seemed to be relatively mediocre, but we'll see if he can learn on the fly because he has not played much football in general for the past couple of years. He played basically a game in his final season at North Dakota State where he did that showcase, whatever you want to call it, and he performed relatively well, but at least acknowledging the fact that he really didn't play much in college's final year. And in the in the NFL last year, he was mostly a gadget package quarterback, technically played six games, five touchdowns, two picks, only attempted 71 passes. But now he has the keys to the offense, so we'll see how it goes. But the Niners, 
their overall season expectations. I feel like most people are going to consider them a Super Bowl or bust team because they did make the NFC title game last year. I don't personally think their ceiling is that high. Unless Alliance explodes, I really don't see them making it to the NFC title game. I think they're most likely looking at a wild card spot, followed by maybe a playoff win or two. But I'm not picking them to make the Super Bowl or anything. And I think that this team, even though they have talent, I am still too concerned by trusting such a young quarterback with the keys to the offense, showcasing basically nothing in his pro career. Now, I'm not a big Garoppolo guy either, but I'm not going to automatically pencil Lance in as being this can't-miss guy who so far has shown flashes at times, but we're going to wait and see what happens. But uh, it also is worth mentioning, based on the injury report, he might be without George Kittle because Kittle got injured in practice. Uh, What else is new? It's not even week one yet, and Kittle's already hurt, so we'll see if he's going to play. Seems like it's 50-50 right now. So we'll reevaluate later in the week. But uh, let's see what happens with the Niners offensively. With Lance, you're assuming they're going to run the ball more as they should. That's the main plus of using Lance because he is definitely a solid runner. They still have Mitchell. I don't think Debo is going to handle many touches out of the backfield uh, with regard to being a running back. We saw at the end of the year, Debo basically suggested that he didn't want to do it anymore, and the Niners paid him a bunch of money. So I'm assuming in the beginning of the season at least – Samuel will not get many carries, maybe in the back end, December, January, if they need it, they'll use him maybe because it's going to be must win game territory. But I do think you're going to see Samuel be strictly a wide receiver in this game. But to go through uh, their opponents in this one, you have the Bears who might be pound for pound the worst team in the entire league. They did switch coaches as they ended up getting rid of Nagy and they hired Eberflus, who might end up being a good coach. We don't know yet, but we'll see how the Bears shake out. However, I can tell you right now, the team on paper is one of the worst teams in the league because Justin Fields, uh, if I'm going to roast Trey Lance and how he hasn't shown me anything as a young quarterback, I have to roast Justin Fields even more because Justin Fields actually has had playing time and he has not looked good. 12 uh, games played last year, 7 touchdowns, 10 picks. He did have 2 rushing touchdowns and 420 rushing yards, so that is definitely going to be some upside because he can run. Now, I'm not going to fully blame Fields because the Bears really just have a brutal offensive line, and the weapons last year were not exactly a strong suit in the passing game. Mooney had over 1,000 yards. Allen Robinson played 12 games. was basically a non-factor with 410 yards, and now Robinson's gone. So you're looking at the receiving core. You don't have many good options. I do think Mooney's good, but is he a true number one? Probably not. I think he's more of a two. So you're going to have to see a lot of cornerback one coverages on him, and I'm not sure how Mooney's going to respond to it. But the issue that the Bears have is that they're basically rebuilding, and I don't trust their offense at all. Their offensive line is awful. We saw Fields run for his life for a decent amount of the preseason. He was great in his final preseason outing. But if he's going to potentially run for his life, and we know the Niners have a very good pass rush, I do think you could see the Bears' offense struggle throughout this game. And if you want to talk about the defense, they're pretty good on paper. The issue is Roquan Smith, the leading tackler by about 80 tackles last year with 163, which is absurd, has been demanding a trade for the entire offseason. And you have to wonder if he's actually going to really, really... I'd say distract the rest of the team because of the fact that he wanted a bunch of money 
and he ended up returning to practice eventually, but I do wonder if that's going to be weighing on the heads of some of the of the players because Roquan is the leader of the defense, and they might interpret it as front office disrespect. So we'll see. The defense as a whole, though, is, you know, it's classic Bears defense. It's pretty good. It's slightly overrated, but still solid in general. But the offense is going to put them in a lot of bad spots. And you still have Roquan. You still have Eddie Jackson at safety. Jackson, I like. He gets hurt all the time, but he's still a very good player. And you can go down the line. They have some decent options. I'm not exactly sold on their secondary to go through the listed corners on the team. Jalen Johnson uh, is, I'd say, an intriguing guy. They got Lamar Jackson, who was a Jets reject, so that's not exactly a good cornerback to have. Uh, Michael Joseph, uh, Tavon Young, uh, Kendall Vildor. You can go through everybody else. Crookshank, Gordon, Graham Jr., Devontae Harris. They really don't have many good corners, which is concerning. As for the linebacking core, Roquan, of course, is good. Uh, Jack Sanborn, I liked a lot of Wisconsin, so we'll see how much of a role he plays. Robert Quinn is still there. Uh, yeah, they have some well-known uh, veterans. I'm not sure how well they're going to play at this stage in their careers, but the defense for the Bears should be okay. shouldn't be amazing. I think it'll probably be top half, but somewhere between 10 and 15, and the offense should be bottom five. So the Bears, I don't think are going to be a good team. They should probably win four to five games, maybe six of the ceiling this season, but I really don't see it. And as a result, the Niners are laying seven on the road. Now, am I picking the Niners to win this game by a large margin? No. I think this game will be competitive because both offenses I don't really like. And I think that you're going to end up seeing the Niners generate enough big plays, both offensively and defensively, maybe a strip sack or two, maybe an interception on fields that should set up the 49ers with good field position. I'm going to take the Niners. I do think they have enough firepower and enough talent to get the job done here. Am I picking an entertaining game? No. I think this game is going to be one of the ugliest games on the entire card, which is why it has one of the lowest totals on the entire card. But if you want an exact score prediction, I'll take the Niners to win this game 20-10. to 10. I'm curious how the red zone offense is going to look with Lance because he does give you an extra variable or an extra wrinkle that defenses have to worry about. But I wonder about the accuracy and Kittle's injured, so you are potentially down a weapon there. I think the Niners will do enough, but I expect a lot of ball control offense from both teams. The Bears are going to want to run the ball, and we know the Niners want to run the ball. So I expect a lot of running clock, a pretty ugly overall game. But I do think the Niners generate enough turnovers, maybe in plus territory, to set up lanes in the offense with short fields, and that should be enough to get the job done. So I'll go with the Niners to cover barely, I think it'll be close. The Bears will have the ball with the shot to cover late. I just think they're not going to score. And I do think the Niners and Bears will go under because I really have question marks about both young quarterbacks and the Bears offensive line is an absolute mess. So the Bears scoring 10 does seem like a fair projection for them. Plus, it's also going to be in Chicago with the crowd. So I do think the crowd might end up causing the Niners to struggle a little bit. We'll see. But I'll go with the Niners and I'll go with the under in this matchup. Other than that, though, I didn't really go through much of the offseason predictions for the Niners. I kind of did that briefly going through the team expectations. I'll go through those once again. I'm picking the Niners to make the playoffs, and I think they'll probably win 10 or 11 games. Am I picking them to win the division? No, I still think the Rams are a better team. So we'll see what happens. Lance could 
be a wow guy who maybe can carry this team if he has a Kaepernick type season where of course it was a little bit different because he took over midseason and that Niners team was absolutely stacked to the gills but Kaepernick showed that he could provide a really just another level to the offense that's why the 49ers made the Super Bowl that year perhaps Lance's mobility can do something similar with this Niners team the difference is I think Kaepernick was actually a pretty good passer and Lance I have not seen much when it comes to his success in the pocket so that's kind of the difference between the two but you talk about upside I'm picking the Niners to make the playoffs I don't think they're going to fall off a cliff but the team's going to go as far as Lance takes them and you wonder if he does struggle early or gets hurt you're back to Jimmy G and your ceiling once again is a is NFC title game and I don't want to call it fluky. They probably should have lost to Green Bay. But the point is, I don't think this team's going to compete for a Super Bowl. I think this team is in the second tier, maybe the third tier. But as a result, give me the Niners to play into postseason football, but not much beyond that. And that's kind of my thoughts for the Niners. But that's been this episode of the Better Podcast. We'll be back once again here on Believe next Thursday. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.